Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to episode number seven of the Secrets of Supermom show. We have been working through part two of the book, Secrets of Supermom, and next up is The Secrets of the Mind and Body. And then this today, we're talking about chapter six, Supermoms Can Make Anything Fun, The Secret of Attitude. So yesterday was the third time this month that someone called me a ray of sunshine, like actually use the words ray of sunshine. Uh, I had another mom tell me, you are just so positive. Y'all, this is exactly what I want people to see. I want that that light that I feel inside to be shining out of me like a laser beam. I am not hiding the fact that I'm a positive person. I am shouting it from the mountaintops. I want it to spill out. I want everyone to feel the positivity that I feel. So I have a question for you. What attitude is beaming out of you? What is spilling out for all to see? Is it positivity? Is it joy? Is it optimism? Or is it negativity? Is it frustration? Is it pessimism? Is it exhaustion? And whatever it is, is it the attitude you want? Is it the one you want to feel? And is it the one you want to share with others? If not, or even if the answer is well, not always, today we're going to talk about specific ways to p- cultivate a positive attitude and to make things fun. So let me clarify something that I know a lot of people like to ask about here. A positive attitude is not the same as unrealistic optimism. So it isn't ignoring the fact that sometimes things just suck. They do. It's not ignoring the fact that sometimes we're in a bad mood, that sometimes things do not go the way we want them to go. And it isn't pretending. A positive attitude is making the choice, deciding to look for the good in a situation, a way to make something fun and as easy as possible, because we all want that, right? Looking for the benefits, even when something's hard, and really cultivating that possibility of hope. So why should we care? (laughs) Why does this matter? Why do we want a positive attitude? I mean, yeah, I guess it feels good, right? Uh, Why? Why else? So I'm glad you asked. Research shows that a positive attitude does a whole lot of things. And I'm just going to go through a little list for you because I think it's really useful. But it creates better brain function. Literally, it makes you smarter. It improves memory. It increases your ability to solve problems. It improves your ability to manage stress. We all need that. It gives you an immunity boost. We all want that. It increases resilience in both children and in adults. And wait, what is resilience again? It is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. And it lowers your levels of depression. So ultimately, what do those things mean? It makes you think better and feel better. And I really think we could all use some of that. So let's talk about a few ways that you can improve your attitude or even, dare I say, cultivate a positive attitude. And I want you to stick around because we're going to talk about some more obvious strategies, but we're also going to talk about some not so obvious ones. Um, I know there's going to be something in this list that you can try today and cultivate a more positive attitude. So number one, you are in control. The best thing and probably also the hardest thing about a positive attitude is that it is 100% up to you. You 
get to decide how you approach anything in your life. You get to decide if your glass is half empty or half full. You control your thoughts and your feelings. You are in control. You decide. So what do you do if you know you're in control, but a pesky negative attitude comes welling up, trying to really just take over your whole situation or your whole day? Um, I remember a morning with the kids a few years ago. Jeremy was on a trip, of course. Uh, it seemed really like everything went wrong. I thought that we were barely going to make it out of the morning. So what was the first thought that came into my mind? I bet the whole day is just going to be the worst. That's what I thought. I thought the whole day was just going to be the worst. So wait a second. Did a bad morning mean a bad day? No, of course not. A bad morning doesn't mean a bad day. So I had to have a serious talk with myself, remind myself that I could realize my part in the crazy morning. I was getting the kids started late. I was trying to do way too many meetings while getting the kids ready at the same time, which never works. I was checking email instead of working on priorities, and really the list could go on. Very much of this was was a result of my actions. Uh, I could then decide that I was going to change the trajectory of my day. I would choose a better attitude. I would take a second to breathe and recenter. I would ask for a do-over from the kiddos, and I would not let a bad few hours ruin a perfectly good day ahead. I was in control. Okay, number two. Put happy habits in place. What does this mean? Happy habits are things that you do on a regular basis to make things better. So when I have to wake up my kiddos, as an example, which is not that often lately, I'll be honest, because they wake up at the crack of dawn and the crack of dawn is so early in Phoenix right now. But when I do, I sing what I call the good morning song. I will not bless you with a rendition here on this podcast, but suffice to say that it is a sweet little song and it helps them wake up and it helps them wake up happy. So we have this tradition, this habit in our house to keep a positive spin on mornings, to start the day happy. So even if someone wakes up tired or on the wrong side of the bed, they are still hearing this happy start to the day. When we clean our house, we set a timer and we blast music. We have to clean, right? Everyone has to clean so we can decide to make it miserable or we can decide to make it fun because what did we say before? The choice is ours. So I want you to think about something in your life that you have to do and decide a way that you can make it fun or change the attitude about it. And that's either at home or at work, really anything you have to do. Same task, different attitude. All right. Number three, get rid of negative self-talk. So I want to give you a few examples here. You are so stupid. How did you even get this position? You're never going to pass this test. Oh, you're the worst mom. There you go, yelling again. You are just going to be fat and lonely if you keep eating like that. Why can't you be more like Ashley, Sarah, Jen, Aaron? Your presentation is definitely going to suck. If you heard your best friend say things like this to someone else, you would be appalled, right? So why is it okay to talk this way to yourself? In order to change your attitude, you have to stop talking to yourself like this with negativity, with disgust. You are worthy of amazing things. You deserve a happy attitude and a happy life. You do not deserve to hear negative and even horrible things from anyone else and certainly not from yourself. Number four. Use visualization. Okay, well, so what does this mean? 
Um, I love the idea of visualization because it allows you to see yourself doing something in your mind before you actually do it. So do you have a big presentation, a big competition, a big challenge, uh, something, something important to face? Using visualization, you can watch yourself walk through the whole process and you get to decide how you do and how you feel about it. You get to imagine feeling strong or proud or qualified. You get to see yourself succeed in your mind. And then when you actually move forward into the challenge, your mind will believe that it's going to go as you visualized. Let's pretend you have a really big sales call coming up. You've got to make uh, a big call later this afternoon and you really want to prepare well. So you can watch yourself being friendly and positive, well-liked on the call. You can watch yourself perfectly answering every objection. You are so prepared. And you can watch yourself closing the deal. Visualization allows you to see the positive before it happens and keep that attitude when reality starts. Okay, number five, avoid negative Nellies. Ooh, in chapter, chapter 15 of this book, um, we're going to talk about the culture of complaint is what I call it. And we are going to talk way, way, way more about that in just a few episodes. But one sure way, sure fire way to stay super negative is to hang out with negative people. If you want to be positive, hanging out with coworkers, friends, family members, anyone else that is constantly putting a negative spin on things, constantly complaining, otherwise just bringing you down, it is going to be nearly impossible. Being positive around negative people is very, very difficult. I am not saying to ditch all of your negative friends. Your negative Nellies might be some of your most favorite people. What I am saying is when we want to make a big change in our life, like changing our attitude, feeling better, being a more positive person, sometimes we need to be very clear about our choices, who we spend time with, what we spend our time doing. If you are constantly surrounding yourself with people who don't care about their health, your health journey is going to be a lot harder. If you consistently surround yourself with people who hate everything or seem to hate everything, your journey to positive life will be harder. All right, and number six, our last one. Oh, you're going to be so surprised. It is start a gratitude practice. I know you've heard this on every podcast and from every coach and from every friend that you have, but if you don't have a practice of identifying things you are grateful for, it is time to start today. Think about things you're grateful for. Think about people you're happy to have in your life. Think about specific parts of your day that you're thankful happened. Maybe it was a great conversation with a friend you haven't talked to in forever. Maybe it was snuggles with your kids on the couch. Maybe it was a lovely date night with your partner. The benefit of making this a practice, something you do every day, is that it teaches you to look for those good things. You know you're going to be doing that gratitude practice the next day, so you've got your eye out for those things that are good in your life. And looking for the positive throughout your day brings that positive attitude forward. So in our family, you guys, I think probably have heard me talk about this, but in our family, we do what's called best worst. And each night at dinner, we go around the table and tell our best of the day and our worst of the day. So this allows us to share our losses while remembering that every day has something good, even the bad days. And even if a kiddo, you know, is in a super bad mood and says, I don't have a worst or I, I have nothing that was good today, we stop. And we force them to think about whatever might have been good that day. We even might give them some ideas because we know that every day something crappy might happen, but something good's going to happen too. Okay, so we talked about six ways to cultivate a positive attitude inside yourself. And when doing that, 
it allows that positive attitude to shine out to others. So I promised you that in every episode, we would end with one small step you can do today, as in right now, to apply the lessons. And really, with the lessons today, you could start any of these things right away. Uh, Today was really jam-packed with fast, easy strategies that you could put into practice immediately. But if I could choose only one, it's going to be gratitude. It is incredibly effective, incredibly easy to implement, and is something that not only is great for you individually, but great for your teams and great for your family. All right. See you next week, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.